Okay, this is going to be our lesson 111, and it begins the third review. So here's how it asks us to review. It's going to present two lessons per day. Then it notes that, okay, it might not be possible to do this exactly the way they would find ideal, which is going to be the morning for five minutes and the evening right before you go to bed for five minutes, and then during the day, on the hour to repeat the first lesson title and on the half hour to repeat the second lesson title. So it says, okay, now if this is impossible for some reason, your learning's not going to be hampered because the point is not just a ritual this hour, this half hour. This is just trying to keep these ideas in your mind. It's just a schedule to help you remember what's really important to you. Okay, if you can't, you can't. But distinguish between when you really can't, like if you're speaking on the radio, for instance, at one of the appointed times, clearly you can't stop that. However, some of the other excuses might be only that. You might really be unwilling and you make up some story about, oh, why I can't do this. So it says it's not going to be lost if you're unwilling, but make it up when you change your mind. And notice that the only time we're unwilling to do this is if whatever else we're doing, the ego mind values even more. So just notice what's really going on in your mind when you decide not to do these, because it really is a decision. Alrighty, now the format is obviously five minutes twice a day, once in the morning and once right before you go to bed if possible, because I guess we all know by this time that whatever you're thinking about right before you go to sleep, you take into sleep with you, which is great. And then on these in-between times, you're just going to contemplate this. By in-between, it's just when you're not doing the lessons. Think about them. See how they apply to the needs and the problems and the concerns and so on that are going on for that day. And then it says, now you've been given these ideas in perfect trust and confidence that you're going to use them properly, that you're going to see these messages and see that they really do apply to you. Offer them to your mind, which means pay attention with the same trust and confidence that this is going to work as that confidence in giving to us in the first place. And then once again, important to do this not only at the appointed times, but throughout the day, because we tend to do the lessons on the appointed times and then forget that the whole point is to apply them when some sort of distress occurs. So we don't want any opportunity to apply these to escape us. So if you're upset about something, okay, put these ideas into practice. The idea is to form the habit of applying these ideas throughout your day. So don't just repeat the idea and lay it down because that misses the entire point. It's supposed to serve us in all ways and in all times and places. And think about these whenever you need help of any kind. Just try it. Take these ideas with you throughout your day and make it holy. Make the day holy, worthy of you. So each day's assignments are going to conclude 
with the restatement of the thought every hour, the second one every half hour, and don't forget. It says if you keep returning your mind to these ideas throughout the day, you make such big advances. We can't even really recognize that. So then it ends by saying, now don't forget how little you've learned and how much you can learn now. Don't forget your father's need of you as you review these thoughts he gave to you. So if you're going to rephrase this, don't forget how important your contribution of a healed mind is to the whole collective. Okay, now we go on to the specifics of Lesson 111. So the morning-evening review lessons are miracles are seen in light, and the second one, miracles are seen in light, and light and strength are one. It then gives us the little commentary, I cannot see in darkness. In other words, I cannot understand what's going on in my world of time and space where it looks like it's all about who's guilty, what's going to happen to people, punishment, it's fearful, it's disturbing, it's unknown, and so on. It's like I just can't know what's going on when this is the environment in which I appear to be. Notice the verb appear. I appear to be. So let the light of holiness and truth light up my mind so that I can see the innocence within. You see, the world we live in now is primarily informed by guilt that we think is warranted. So the light of understanding and awareness is going to let me see and point me in the direction that I am not guilty, mistaken, yes, Guilty, no. I am still underneath everything an innocent presence. So this is just a plea. Help me see what it is I really am. Not so much a who, but a what. Help me see I really am innocent and I do not deserve punishment. So secondarily, miracles are seen in light and light and strength are one. I see through strength the gift of God, or the gift of love to me. You see, love is powerful. Strength is power. My weakness is the dark that his gift dispels. Okay, the weakness and the dark, which is our normal world, which feels like it's guilt-ridden and fear-driven and basically insane. I've got to do something about that. So I'm now given the strength and the light of love and awareness to begin to undo all this. So there you go. Miracles are seen in light. I'm able to see finally the truth and the blessing and the innocence of myself with the light of love and understanding. You see, light and love are the same, so darkness and fear are the same. That's why it starts out saying, well, I can't see in the dark. I can't see when I'm afraid. Okay, have a marvelous practice period. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.